It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. For the foreseeable future, there will be a whole lot of streaming talk. But directors and actors, you must still beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim, who's joining us via walk-around phone from his luxurious condo. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. And normally, we would also have Murray, but he is still away, so we will continue to anxiously await his return. We miss you, Murr. Especially me, as I try to produce the technical side of the podcast and still deliver the witty banter I am known and loved for. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on! Alright, the schedule this week is jam-packed as usual, but I think uh, I think we may be able to get it under an hour for the first time in a long time. Uh, so we can talk about what the agenda is. We got streaming. We got uh, submissions to the undoubted, the doubted and mesmerized. Uh, we talk about our favorite sci-fi or fantasy genre, Jim and Bryce, Open Rage. Uh, Rage or Dare uh, was Top Gun as big a fear as Bryce and Jim thought it was. I think it or might did be. Just three song, or did the three-song soundtrack win them over with musical bliss? It probably didn't. I'm kind of thinking not. So, I dropped my phone, which is great on technology. Nice. But we saw, we went and we streamed a bunch of stuff last week. So, ah, time to stream. Nice. Streaming. Motherfucking streaming. We're just streaming. Right? Streaming. All right, so we watched Rip Camp on Netflix, the 2020 delivery. I I like this one. I thought it was good. I you know it's it's interesting the amount of um, uh, sort of films that have been sort of come out. You know, everybody's got their piece. And one of the things I think was missing from uh, this new, you know, like uh, Black Lives Matter or the Me Too movement or all of that. Is this was to me now, like I've lived with uh, disabilities in my past, and there's been times where I have not been able to walk. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to me when I see this movie, and like I always wherever I go in any city, I think to myself, now if I was still not able to walk, how would I get to these places? I still think that way, and so this movie for me, and maybe it was more personal for me. I don't know. I'll guess get your opinion in a minute, but to me, this movie was a mondo. I, 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 I liked that the direction of where this was coming from was from the people that was involved. Everybody in that movie that had a physical disability kept their dignity. Yep. Absolutely. Was, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that to me, like, was I blown away by the movie itself? I'd say probably not. Like, I don't think necessarily the direction was as great as I think it could have been, the way they put put the movie together. But the fact that through it, I was like, wow. Like, I feel for each one of these people. Like, they developed each person's character, who they were. Yep. Um, you know, like, um, crap, it was the, uh, the main... Um, lady who who ended up becoming like yeah, just the most yeah i don't remember yeah, her name. I, I saw it so many days ago that i forgot her name i'm gonna try and look uh, it up, look it it up. Uh, look. yeah go ahead well what, what, well yeah i think that was judith human um yeah yeah it was it was judith yeah so i mean she was an amazing like even when they showed her in her younger days because you know they basically the film shows is this documentary that's been made up over since uh, basically, it was like went Woodstock, and then went from Woodstock to these kids at the camp. So yeah. most of the people that you know volunteered at, or were counselors at this, you know, they're smoking a lot of dope, having a lot of promiscuous sex. I mean, <laughs> they got were all the, indeed. <laughs> got, yeah. got everything you want. Actually, one of my favorite scenes from this whole movie. <laughs> Two of the campers got crabs. Like yeah. everybody got crabs. Everybody got it crabs. Like this, it was like, yeah, I was like, okay, so what happened? I went to crib camp and I got crabs. 
I, if, if that was me, if I was one of those people that was in a wheelchair, I'd be like, yeah, I'm getting a t-shirt of that. Yeah, so, right? yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, it was a solid doc. I mean, as you say, from a technical aspect, maybe some of the stuff could have been, you know, better put together and whatnot. But, uh, you know, when you got a, when you got a story like this to tell, um, it was, it was good. I liked the use of raw footage um, at the beginning um, and the fact that they didn't overly glorify any of the principles. They just kind of showed who they were and um, they didn't need to, you know, do anything like that. Um, it was a story worth telling. Um, it was... Uh, and it is amazing the change that seemed to have started with this, you know, little camp um, simply by listening and treating the campers with respect and how just by doing that, that they all like a whole bunch of them actually went on to really make a difference. Um, you know, it was satisfying to see that many of them went on to make real change in the world uh, for the better. Um, so I'm with you. Um, it, it's a mondo. Yeah. And, and interesting, like to your point about um, the carrying on the message from that, Doc, that a lot of them, and, and as you saw them later on in life, you know, when they're in like San Francisco or when they had, whenever they had a call out, it was like they, they were calling them the camp kids, right? Like it was like yeah. these camp kids who had so much of their dignity to be able to move forward in life and to do things and like. That, and that was all what it was change. all about. It was, it was giving them that dignity and, and the fact that once they had it, um, where they went from there was, was really quite amazing. Yeah, and, and do you remember the there was a scene um, in the movie when they went to that um, I forget the name of the place, but it was like this giant facility for people who have you know learning disabilities and, and mental disabilities and perhaps some some physical disabilities, and it was like I felt like they were walking through like the scenes from the Holocaust. It was it was disgusting. Yeah, Not and absolutely. and I you know. To, to think that um, that we treated people like this and, you know, there's a lot of people I've met over my years who've actually been a real positive influence on me who've, who've been in a wheelchair. So, and, and people that can, can do things that I could never do, right? Yeah. Like, I know a guy who was in a wheelchair who skied down mountains and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? So there's nothing they can't do, right? Like, yeah. even I'm playing baseball, that was the best. Like, the whole thing was like, okay, playing baseball but okay i can't run that's okay someone will carry you or yeah no absolutely it was, it was a real good feel good movie it was yeah, definitely yeah. mondo yeah absolutely all right so uh, that was on netflix yeah so and for, then uh the platform the so, platform also netflix so uh what do you think? i i like this movie a lot um to be honest sometimes i'm not a fan of being hit over the head with social commentary um which this movie definitely does um however the movie worked for me anyway um it was definitely a movie that was meant to reflect society um as the upper floors represented the rich and the lower floors represented the poor um the premise premise of the movie is basically a giant social experiment um it's kind of sad that the the movie assumes that when given the choice those who are provided with more will indulge and leave little for those with less um still it made for an entertaining movie uh the movie would have been pretty boring if everyone just took their share and made every you know and made sure everyone was taken care of that wouldn't have been you know as fun a movie to be honest um, <laughs> it probably would have been a short right yeah, and it would have been and, it, and, it and, was, and everybody and it loved short. each other <laughs> so. yeah and everybody loved each other and it became but, uh, yeah. an orgy but yeah no i I, I really liked it i'm gonna mondo this one as well yeah, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. I really love this movie. Yeah. Uh, the director, uh, Galder, I can't I'm going to butcher his name. Gaz Jalu I can't even do it. Um, but I think this was... Uh, Galder Gaztelu Urutia. Yeah, thank you. From Spain. Yes. Like, there's been some good stuff coming yeah, out of Spain I lately. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, horror I'm, movies. Yeah. This, this one, you know what, um, and the last, you know, when the movie opened, I kept thinking to myself, how are they going to make an app, two-hour movie out of this? Like, yeah. I don't even, like, and I was just like, okay, this, it started off a little slow for me, so it was kind of like, uh, and then it was just Pacing like, was perfect. Back, they could have yeah, slow, they could have slowed it down a little. I would have been happy. Slowed down even further. I know you like things going at a snail's pace, but um, 
Yeah, I think the introduction of the mom character. Yeah. Um, Maharu was her name in the uh, in the story. Yeah. Uh, done. Like just yeah. the way they tied everything in, and then how the last. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I don't want to give a lot of spoilers to people. I think everybody should see this movie. Yeah, that's um, excellent. I think it's the social commentary, to your point, really does it's, drill home. Yeah, well, there it's, is it's, enough it, it for everybody. It, it couldn't be in, in your face anymore. But, <laughs> but yeah, still well, that's worked. what made it so good, right? I love yeah, and, like and, and that's in this particular, you know, and if you're going to have something that's in your face, well, you're going to do it in a horror movie, obviously. Well, I don't know if I'd call it a horror movie, so, but, uh, you know, a uh, pretty horrifying one. Yeah, like, yeah, I there's suppose not very many, yeah. There's not very many times you see people cutting off right. somebody's yeah, leg to eat in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, no, there's there's some there's, there's some impressive visuals that will stay with you in this movie. And uh, yeah, no, it was really good. All right, that's that's two. What what's going on? This is Mondo week for us. It week. is, but I have a feeling, and I don't know for sure. But that's the next movie may us. not be a Mondo for either of us. But let's hear what Jim has you, to say about Code Eight. Yeah, so I, you know, this actually uh, is going to generate my rage this week. Ah, <laughs> well then, I guess not it was. Wor- I guess itself. it was worth watching then. It was worth. You know what? This is my opinion about movies that are mad. Okay, uh, so right. if a movie is a mad, to your, I think you've said this before. If it's a mad, it really isn't worth my time. Yep. Like if I'm not angry at the end of it, <laughs> if I'm not either angry, really happy or really angry, <laughs> <laughs> then why did I watch it? It's like I could have just watched rewatched the movie that I know I love. Yes. <laughs> right. So, so for me, I, I'm so tired of these like superhero movies are just trying to mishmash together to try and fill space. It's like, it's, it's the new trend. And yes. I'll talk about that more in my rage, but like I had such big hopes because there's a couple actors in here that I kind of like, but um, overall I was kind of like, what the hell, man, this is not good. Yeah. Well, here's how I felt about it. Uh, crap movie. Uh, fell asleep yep. with about 20 minutes left. <laughs> that was the best time to fall asleep. Okay, so went back and started to watch the last 20 minutes again and fell asleep again. This time, I slept through the night, though. I got up in the oh. morning. Yeah, I got up in the morning and queued so up. movie's a mondo for you. Got up in the morning and I queued up the last 20 minutes one more time. Finally got through it with my eyes open. And I only tell you this story because... I feel it is more entertaining than anything I saw in this movie. Rage. <laughs> well, you know what? Now that I'm hearing you say that, maybe I'll put the movie on when I can't sleep at night. I have one of those sleepless nights. Like, well, yeah, I, oh, I had too much caffeine or just like I'm wired because it's, yeah. it's Sunday night and I have to go to work tomorrow. It should do it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, you know, in contrast to that, not that we're going to talk about that movie, um, but I had watched Freaks a couple of weeks ago. And in contrast to that movie, this movie made me rage so hard. So I'm like, if you're going to do one of these type of genres, do it and well. Yeah. Just don't do it. Or don't do it at all. Yeah. Maybe just. Okay. That's, yeah. that's two rages. Back yeah. to back rages. Yeah. Well, we're, no, like, we're in so, sync this week. What so the hell's going on? We are completely in sync. That's not really making for entertaining podcasts. We're better when we're button heads here. Oh, we're going to be button heads on our list, buddy. I can almost guarantee uh, it. Yeah, Some of the comes, shit that you're going to pull out of your ass. <laughs> oh, I pulled in. Pl- I'm waiting to hear. I, I have no idea what you're listening to. This, it's kind of one of those weird lists where you know, sci-fi could go a whole bunch of different ways. But well, uh, did, you, did you even imagine that things on my list last week would show up on my list? I didn't. And I would imagine that we're going to have a similar thing going on this week. Um, but before we get to all that, we still got one more streaming movie to talk about. We, yes, we yes, do. We, we both had to watch this because we had to decide whether uh, good old John Travolta was uh, doubted or not. So we, 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 neither of us had seen enough of his stuff in the last little while. We had to kind of fill in the uh, the gaps here. So we watched Criminal Activities. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm not saying yep. I'm not saying it was good, but it was better yep. than I thought it was gonna be. Um, it was as well. Yeah, yep, I'm with you. 
Yeah, the premise was a little ridiculous, and the actions of some of the characters were pretty convoluted. Um, it was pretty much a Tarantino knockoff, but the flashbacks at yep. the end still left me with some questions, um, which I just hate flashbacks. Um, but I actually, I, I, I actually thought John Travolta's performance was pretty good in this one. Um, I also yeah. liked, I liked Michael Pitt. Um, I always liked Jackie Earl Haley, who directed and starred in this. Um, this was Haley's yep. first effort as a director, and it, it kind of showed. Um, yeah. Overall, it was a meh. Um, it wasn't, yep. it wasn't the train wreck that other recent efforts by Travolta have been. So, you know, still meh. Um, but I, I believe if you, you also give it a, either a meh or a rage, that's going to put John on the doubted list. But what say you, Yeah, Jim? it absolutely is because, oh yeah, it's a, it's a meh. It almost got to rage with me and only, so <laughs> I, I do. It was very predictable to me. Like I knew everything. Yeah. This plot is not unusual. To your point, I think that the acting from the kids in it did really well. I wasn't as enamored with Travolta's uh, acting. I, I really liked his performance more. in this. I really did. Yeah, I I could I could take it or leave it. Like it wasn't potato, but it was maybe potato. It was so much it better was, than he's. But maybe it's just he's he's lowered the bar so much for me as of late that this this kind of brought me back to it kind of brought me back to pulp fiction a little bit he was a little uh, but he know. was better in pulp fiction he, he was more, he was like he was but it, he's been so bad was, <laughs> this this was like it was almost like okay you could still be in a movie given the you know given the proper script and, and be fairly enter, entertaining but ah yeah, I don't know. He was he was mad. The movie was mad. I liked the it. the script was the script was bad. The, <laughs> the, the, the script was the the, the the whole Kaiser Soze thing at the end was like whatever. Who didn't see that coming? Right, yeah. right from the beginning. Well, I, I honestly thought a couple things didn't really connect, but eh, whatever. It was, it, but the script yeah. was a bit of a mess. I I found myself not hating it though, which was so much better than I thought. Like, no, no, no. I really, I, I was really watching it. it. I'm like, I really expected to hate this, and I don't. Uh, you know, as I say, I I really liked a couple of the performances in it, and it was, I, you know, it was meh. It was kind of like that. Summer breeze make me feel fast. <laughs> okay. Flash story like a. And it was, eh, you know, whatever. So, yeah. yeah, as we discussed last week, because everything else we saw of his that wasn't a lot was all rage. This yeah. had to make it to a mondo for us to keep him to not be on the list. Well, so, so, yeah. Yeah, so, and then we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk see. about it, but I think it's official. He's he's basically on the doubted list. He definitely is. So, on, on, on that, uh, why don't we get on with that? I think it's time, Jim, to start talking about doubted, undoubted, or mesmerized. Um, yeah, well, okay, when we talked the doubted, the doubted is definitely him. Yep. Uh, uh, did you have anybody to bring forward for oh, undoubted? Oh, oh I've got, I've got, I've got some people. What, what do you want to start with? I've got, I've got a couple of undoubted, and I got a mesmerized. What? I've got a mesmerized too. So I was given to you. Okay, let's so let's start. Let's start with the mesmerized. I nominate okay. Phil, Philip Baker Hall. Hmm. Okay. Give me your argument. He's mesmerizing. Every time the guy's on the screen, I can't look away. Uh, even even uh, like if you watch Hard Eight, he oh, he was so good in that. It's like every I I I really like Philip Baker Hall. I you know I don't I don't mind him actually I. I'm just think. I'm trying to think what else he's been. Uh, he's been. Um, he's been in a ton of stuff. I don't know. I, I should have. I should have had that a little more. I actually have my other ones a little more prepared. I kind of threw him in at the end because he happened to be in a movie I was looking at. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking at his work, and I know. I mean, I know who he is. Obviously, yeah. He's, yeah, I would. I would say yeah. I'd, I'd give it a yeah. He was Mr. Bookman from Seinfeld, man. <laughs> Yeah, which is one of the one of the yeah. greatest performances I've ever seen. I I never laughed so hard as it, it hears me talking about oh, TV yeah. one. But uh, yeah, and he was in uh, Boogie Nights. He was in Great. Boogie Nights. Yeah, he was in yeah. Well, P.T. Anderson. He was also. in Argo. I yep. know it was uncredited, but he's uh, yeah. He was yeah. He's no, just, he's just like when he's on the and that's and the thing about Philip Baker Hall is. He's only starred in a, like actually starred in a like Hard Eight was the biggest role of his of his career 
really. Yeah, he's always been. Like, he's always been kind a, of it. But when he's on guy. the screen, he's always a supporting actor. But when he's on the screen, he's the best part of the movie. Like, almost every time. Yeah, you can't. When he's you know, on, it's, funny. it's awesome. You've got me thinking about a few people that aren't on our list, but I'll save it to later. But yeah. um, just because we, you know, this is a good, this is a good thing to discuss. Um, yeah, he's, he's, I would say, yeah, he's, he's in, done. Cool. Do you want to want to alternate, or you want me to just start just keep on rolling with what I got? Ah, hit yours down. Hit yours down, and I'll. Okay, uh, so you ready? Give you mine at the end. Are you ready for an undoubted? An undoubted. Okay, let's have it. I nominate Michael Sarah. Okay, well that might not make it, and the only reason I'm thinking is that I know he has made some stuff that I do not like. So, okay, well I'll give you. I'll uh, give not you. Not that I don't like him. I'll give you his last. I'll give you his last nine. And I'll give you what I think of them. Gloria Bell, meh. Spivak, Mondo. Terrell, Mondo. Molly's Game, meh. Although he was Mondo in it. Uh, Wait, wait, back that up. Because I've seen seen all his stuff too. So I want to go with it along the way. Okay. If it comes up with something, okay. Gloria Bell, meh. Gloria, yep. Spivak, Mondo. Yep, agree. Terrell, Mondo. Molly's Game, meh. Yeah, agreed. How to Be a Latin Lover, Mondo. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. Uh, Lemon, Mondo. Yeah, totally Mondo. Person to Person, Mondo. Haven't seen it, but I'm going to take your word for it. Entertainment. Entertainment is like a super duper Mondo. I love that movie. Yeah, I've seen that too. It's good. Yeah. And Hits, Mondo. Like, I've got. I, if we're going, I, yeah. I realized before that you might have some, but in his last nine, he's undoubted. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm with you. The only one I haven't seen was that one, and I, I think his his um, his choices sort of speak for itself. Yeah, so. his choices as a way to be tremendous. I'll give you that one. All right. Yeah, which is good for him though, right? Which um, yeah, I'm no, he's up later in the podcast, by the way. Yeah, cool. Um, and awesome. I, I, I'm, uh, f- while I'm rolling here, I might as well, you know, I, 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 I'm so, f- I have so few, uh, nominations in the past. I figured, well, we'll just keep them rolling. Yeah. This make way. up for it. Yeah, exactly. It's about time. Eh? <laughs> uh, director. Yeah. We're going to go with a director. We're going okay, with. Undoubted. Yes. Undoubted. Chan Wook Bark. Last eight. The Handmaiden, which I thought was Mondo. Stoker, which I also thought was Mondo. Thirst was absolutely Mondo. I am Cyborg, but that's okay, was Mondo. Lady Vengeance was absolutely Mondo. Old Boy was super Mondo, one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Mondo. And Joint Security Area was Mondo. That was an early effort. That's eight back, and it was really good. What so say you? I have seen. Yes. Uh, give me a sec. I'm just pulling it up. Um, I have seen five of those eight. Right. And I would agree with all of them. Yes. I mean, he's, he literally has not made a, a movie that I haven't thought was Mondo. So that's why he's, he's definitely undoubted for me. Um, if you need to watch one yeah, or two no, more I would, before I understand. No, but, I think, you know... But no, and, and the reason I'm saying I don't think I need to is because the five that I have seen of him have been Mondo. They're all Mondo. So it's the, the only, unless they came up with a rage, uh, and, then the, and the Maz were split. It, it's still going to be a. It's going to be tough to get him off that list because he's. He, I guarantee he doesn't have any rages, and I guarantee you're not going to come with back to back Maz here. No, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, like, just the work that I've seen of his. Yeah, he's um, so, so good. Before I was just adding it on here, obviously not. Uh, maybe some of our listeners don't listen to see as many uh, films as that's from the international works. But interestingly, we've been talking about Korean films a lot this year. Yeah, we and, have. Um, they make such have good movies. A Korean director. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So of, of those, which would you say is is your favorite? Oh, Old Boy's my favorite. The original Old Boy, of course, not the remake with uh, what's his head. What the heck is his name? Yeah, now his name's left me. Uh, oh, well. Doesn't matter. 
No. This is the one you want to see anyway. Exactly. Watch the Korean. Read the subtitles. It's so good. Yeah. I, I really love Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. That's, oh, so good. It's such a good film. Yeah. 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 It's on Shudder, by the way. Is it? Cool. I might have to or watch it again. It on uh, yeah. I, who wouldn't want to? Yeah. All right. So that's, that's two on Undoubted. Wow. We had to put one on Undoubted for a long time. And bam, bam. Bam, bam. When I, when it's, that's the thing, though. When I bring the Undoubted, there'll be at least some healthy debate about it. It's not like, not nah, he's out. Yeah. I tell exactly. you, because I'm not just throwing them out there, Jim. I got I got some backing here. I know, I know what I'm talking about. So, what say you, my you friend? I, I know you've got some submissions as well. Well, I I don't I actually don't have the submissions. The submission came from our fantastic photographer. All right. Leonard. So uh, Leonard gave us um, Toshiro Mifune as uh, as mesmerized. Yep. Who was in a bunch of Oh, did he? Okay, stuff. so he gave him. We're doing this as mesmerized? Because in your email, yeah. that I thought he was going to be undoubted. Well, no, sorry. That's my bad. He, he gave us for, for mesmerized. Because obviously, he's. I mean, there's probably too many uh, well, it's movies just, that it, we may or may not have seen. Yeah, so. well, but no, well, it's not, even, it's not even that. It's that if you go over his last date and he hasn't made anything from since about 95 or something. Um, unfor- like unfor- dead, unfortunately, dead. in that yeah. was Shadow of the Wolf, which was total crap. Um, it was a, yeah. it was a rage. But he was probably he was probably mesmerizing. So and well, yeah, and that's the whole thing. And I, I kind of just wrote down if you want to if you want to you know nominate to the mesmerized list, that, I got no problem with that. But he definitely can't be on the undoubted because uh, just no, like, three movies back, he made a total piece of dog crap. But unfortunately, sometimes that's what happens when you come over and try to break into the the uh, North American market. Um, yeah, you, <laughs> in translation, to, uh, yeah. to get you, this is the script. What is it like? And, <laughs> yeah. and, and guess what? He shows wrong because it's a terrible script. Yeah. So, all right. Well, yeah, no, uh, mesmerized. I'm, uh, I'm on board with going that. Going on mesmerized. Yeah. Mesmerized all right, well, is this good. Is, this has been a, a solid week. We're, solid adding, we're adding names left and right. And of course, yeah, back, well, and that brings us to John Travolta, does it? Well, yeah. It's a, it's uh, I think we've agreed it. He's, he's doubted. He's you know. He is doubted. Yeah. And so. there's no way around that. There so. really is. Actually, actually, just recording this uh, for posterity. Uh, I, I, this is a perfect opportunity to tell everybody that we have a website that people can go to and uh, check out all of our lists. So if you're listening to this now, um, make sure to check out our website, which is filmrageyyc.com. And, uh, and you can check out our rating systems, the crew, the list, some candidates, how to contact us. So, yeah, I have to throw that plug in there while we get the opportunity. Cool. So, uh, All yeah. right, sir. I think that's going to take us to our next segment, which we've got music for and everything. <laughs> I, am, I am so good on this machine, man. My technical prowess yeah. is just crazy just dripping you're I, dripping with I, prowess i am uh so i'm gonna take your advice from last week i'm not gonna start at number one because that's just too much yeah, expense to give exactly. you exactly you got to build up to the to the big payoff at the end man we, we, we don't want to know your that's, favorite right off the bat let's let's get to it some, that's not how lists sometimes work it's, some sometimes it's nice to just have an orgasm when they do america's top like, 40 cuddle. they don't start at number one yeah, but we're not America's top 40. Like, we're uh, better. Uh, like I said, sometimes, like I said, sometimes you just want to orgasm and then cuddle for a couple hours. Mm. But, uh, so this is, this is the, uh, these are my runner-ups. Okay, so I... What, your runner-ups? Really didn't try to split the sun. Yeah, I've got runner-ups. So these right. are not on my top 10, yep. but these are my my runner-ups. Seeing as how you, you filled so many runners-up for last week, I was like, God, I can't even, I didn't... I didn't even think yeah, we would find uh, 10 yeah. comedies that we actually like, but apparently we did like some comedies. We did. <laughs> we liked this, so many that we had to genre. I had to add in a bunch more. I know. Well, this genre is We're talking about the history of movies. We're obviously going to be able to come up with a few. That would be pretty yeah, sad if we couldn't comedy. come up with 10, 10 comedies. That, was, that would have been we horrible. Yeah, true, but... Uh, in, the, in the history of films, I could only come up with seven that I actually liked. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, well, that, that uh, sounds impossible, I guess. Yeah, anyways, at the time, I didn't think I could think of them. But the, I, but you saw my list. Yes. Not all of them were classified so as let's comedy. Re- let's so. recap what we're doing this week. So it, it's our favorite so film week, from genre, sci-fi or fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy. Yes. Slash fantasy. Slash, slash fantasy. fantasy, yes. Not or, slash so, fantasy. Here's, here's the runners-up that did not make my top ten. Okay. Lay it on me. Uh, Terminator. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Okay. The Fifth fifth Element. Yeah. Kiwi's Big Adventure. It's cool. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, made my list. Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, so good. Michael Cera. Yeah. The Fly, 1986 version, and Edward Scissorhands. So those those are my runners up. Cool. Uh, Number 10. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. But okay. see if you can guess it. So I'm going to give you my intro first and then see if you can guess it. All right. Late on the me. The best thing Horace Harrison Ford has ever done. Right. Rutger Hauer is brilliant as a sexy killing Blade man Runner. bot. Ridley Scott brings us to a future that even today still Blade Runner. real and dark as it did back in 1982. Number 10 is Blade Runner. Number 9. Yes. This 1957... Swedish black and white disturbing and grim masterpiece by Ingemar Bergman. Uh, the seventh I... seal. Yes. I feel dumb. Yep. And it's there. Uh, now, Guillermo del Toro's brilliant shine, so much horror in this Spanish fantasy masterpiece. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth. That's true. Uh, Sci-fi, uh, the Wachowskis, no matter what the gender, I love these two so much. Uh, and this is the movie that made my man, Keanu Reeves, a household name. That uh, would be The Matrix. I know you, Kung Fu. That's The Matrix. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Carpenter's Greatest Horror and Kurt Russell's Mwah. Escape uh, from New York. No, that was a good guess, though. Was that it's Carpenter? I don't even know. The Thing, yes. No, I, I, I was dumb. I should have given myself two seconds to think about that one. I'm, I'm sitting here on, okay. like, like rapid fire, like I'm on a game show, but I, I could actually think right. for a second or two. Yeah, you can think about it for a couple of seconds. You're yeah. still going to get the prize. There's no one else that's going to jump in this week. You know? so that's right. <laughs> I can, uh, I can, okay, I can, this I can let it marinate. Yeah. Soak up the juices. Soak yes. them all up. 1979. I'm taking you back to 1979. I saw this in the theaters when it came out. Yeah. Donald Sutherland at his creepy finest. Attack of the Pod People. Best movie ending ever. Why can't? Why is this not entering my head? I know what it is, and for some reason the name. Pod People. Donald Sutherland. 1979. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's it. Yes. I don't know why that <laughs> left my brain there, but yeah, it's okay, man. Uh, You're probably gonna if you hit me with the same. So thing, much pressure. I know, so much pressure. Um, damn you, damn you all to hell. Or who doesn't love sexy chimpanzees who can talk? <laughs> yes, the planet from of the 1968. Apes. That is the original Planet of the Apes. Nice. Number three. Number three. We're getting into the top three. Now we're getting serious. This is the top three. Uh, this is a sci-fi. Yep. So give you a hint. Although you're going to know it probably after about the fifth word. All right. Action-packed, cheesy comedy, drenched alien murder and mayhem on all sides. Yes, please. They mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. I don't know how I was supposed to get that from uh, whatever. Let me read it again. Action-packed cheesy comedy, uh-huh. drenched alien murder, and mayhem on all sides. Yes, uh-huh. please. They mostly come at night. Mostly. Yeah, I don't know. Still nothing? Not yep. reading the aliens? Okay. Yep. That was number three. Yep. Number two. This is a fantasy. All right. Sensing. Fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles, say no more. 
Time Bandits. Oh, Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. There you go. Good one. You, you redeemed yourself. Sort of. And number one, with a bullet, by far my favorite sci-fi fantasy of all time. Yes. Which also, if, if, you, if you know how much rage I felt over the last few months listening to musicals, this is also a musical. All this right. fantasy, based on a book, has singing, teamwork, star-studded cast, a dirigible, poppies, goals, doggies, lions, emeralds, witches, flying monkeys, shot in black and white, although it looks like sepia, and color, and of course, ruby slippers. Yeah, that almost made my list, and it just it just didn't quite make my list. But yeah, The Wizard of Oz. That's right. Jim likes some musicals. There's, you know, if you know what, if it's done right, and uh, The Wizard of Oz, that was what is that, 1939? 1939. So uh, my favorite line from the movie: I know three shipless farmhands that will be all will be out of work before they know it. <laughs> Yeah. Released in 1939, directed uh, primarily by Victor Fleming. This has like something like seven or eight uncredited directo- directorial credits. There, there's... Uh, who also directed Treasure Island, Song yeah. with the Wind, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. There's, there's a... Based on the children's book written by L. Frank Bond in 1900. Yeah, no, and that's that's the whole thing. I mean, there's only a handful of stuff that really holds up from the 30s. Um and that's definitely one of them. Like you can you can watch that now, and it's still fantastic. Um, uh, the color in it. Oh, yeah. It's uh no, it's good. It's very very good. That is an excellent list. Um, overall, I, I like your list, man. I, I don't see too much wrong with it. I, some of you, some of some of your some of your uh, honorable mentions there before I didn't completely agree with, but uh, but your what, list like your list is. Uh, no, that was fine. Um, what was it? There was something I totally disagreed with. That I, I don't even Scott remember. Scott Pilgrim versus the world? No, that's freaking awesome. What are you talking about? Love that movie. Well, I'll give it to you again. Terminator. Good. Of Troopers. Terrible. Count, the, fifth, the Fifth Element. TV's Big Adventure. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Eternal Sunshine. Spotless Mind. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. The Fly. And Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. No, so the, you, just, uh, you just didn't like Forrest Gump. No, no. Not Forrest Gump. What's wrong? I love Force Gump. What are you talking about? The the the, the uh, Starship Troopers is terrible. You didn't like that? No, it's Burroughs at his finest. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, Michael Ironside, come on. Yeah, I love Michael Ironside. <laughs> I just don't like that movie. Anyways, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get on with um at my top third. Uh, it's actually top thirteen for me. I got no honorable mentions, but I snuck in three more just because. Uh, well, I threw in 10 extra, so. Well, there you go. So uh, so this top 13 sci-fi slash fantasy, um, but mostly fantasy, to be honest. Um, I, I'm not going to do this quiz version. I'm just going to give them to you, Jim. Uh, so number 13. All right, let's have it. Number 13, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, from 19, oh, so 1989. Good. Yes, it was educational and entertaining. Uh, number I love th- your crossover there, though. Sorry, I just have to add. Yep. Your crossover, the fact that it's actually a comedy, but it made it into your sci-fi. It's absolutely <laughs> sci-fi fantasy. Uh, number twelve, I have the Princess Bride. Um, this is the second best movie that uh, Rob Reiner ever made. I still say uh-huh. this is Spinal Tap is the best movie he ever made, but it's not a sci-fi fantasy, so it didn't make the list. Uh, number eleven, uh, another one uh, from Terry Gilliam, uh, Time Bandits. Um, this oh, is a, I love Time this, Bandits. This is actually the first of two Terry Gilliam movies on the list. Um, what? Yeah. Brazil made it. Crazy. That's great. What's that? No, Brazil <laughs> didn't. Brazil. You know what? Brazil probably could have. I don't know what it would take the place yeah. of though. It would be number fourteen. Maybe. It would be no. It might be number fourteen. Definitely top twenty. Uh, number 10, Ex Machina, uh, 2014, oh. you know, Alicia Vikander, she's so, good. so good in this is Ava. Um, Sorry, they are so good. She yeah. doesn't identify as she, I think. Yes, yeah. right. They, uh, number nine, Children of Men from 2006. Uh, you know, it's oh. an intelligent apocalyptic like, movie starting, starting Clive Owen. I can't get enough of Clive Owen. Uh, That's great. He's one of my man crushes. Uh, there I you love go. Uh, number eight, 12 Monkeys from 95. Terry Gilliam strikes again. 
yes. Uh, number seven. This one's uh, this one I just kind of snuck in there. Midnight in Paris from 2011. You know, Owen Wilson takes a midnight stroll and finds himself back in the 1920s. I absolutely love that movie. What? You put a Woody Allen on that? I put a, a I snuck a Woody Allen movie into sci-fi <laughs> fantasy, my friend. Who saw that coming? Uh, hey, he's got a few you could do that. Yeah, you actually could. Yeah, but uh, I, you yeah. know what? This was this was actually the last Woody Allen movie I really, really enjoyed, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Midnight in Paris is I did just too, fantastic. man. I did too. Uh, number six, Moon from two thousand nine. A uh, whole lot of Sa- Sam Rockwell talking to himself and a computer for ninety minutes. That's entertainment. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> number five. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which was your uh, look at that one, uh, from 2004, and uh, all I have to say about that is uh, it has Mark Ruffalo in it, so of course it's good. Uh, no- <laughs> it's true. Number four, uh, Edward Scissorhands, which was another one on your also rands uh, from yeah. 1990. You know, I just had to get some Tim Burton on the list. Uh, Big Fish yeah. and, and Beetlejuice almost made it, but, uh, you know, when mm. push came to shove, had to put this one on. That's uh, a good choice, yeah. Yeah. So now we're now we're down to my top three. Um, number three, Stranger Than Fiction from 2006. Um, I think Mark, huh. Mark Forster, I think, is an underrated director, period. He's made a lot of good stuff. Uh, and Will Ferrell is, is the perfect Harold Crook in this. Uh, I just... The, the movie just makes me smile. I'm smiling the whole time I'm watching it. Which brings us to number two, which I can't believe wasn't on your list. Being John Malkovich uh, from 1999. Uh, the, this movie is what the word original was intended to describe. Uh, it's pure genius. Love, 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 love this movie. And my number... Total mindset. Yeah. Uh, my number one sci-fi slash fantasy of all time is, wait for it, dude, where's my car from 2000? This is, this is the, the best sci-fi movie ever made, period. If you ever wondered what a fridge full of pudding would look like, this movie has it. If you ever wanted the following to be said in a movie... It's a breakdancing stripper part. Or sorry, I messed that up. It's a breakdancing stripper emergency. Um, this movie has that as well. Uh, and finally, always remember that the Continuum Transfunctioner is a very mysterious and powerful device, and its mystery is only exceeded by its power. That's it. That's my best sci-fi fantasy, but mostly fantasy list. What do you think of that, Jim? Well, I'm super surprised that we could compare... The Wizard of Oz with Dude, Where's My Car? Those are our two number ones. Whoever <laughs> thought that those would be number ones on the same list. Uh, that Not, is, that that is a little crazy. List, but that's, you know what? I did enjoy Dude, Where's My Car. How I'm could you not? Say, I'm not going to. How I, could you I not? Definitely, it was definitely Mondo. No more and then. No more and then. Yeah. It just, as I would, it's funny, another one of your crossovers just fooled us with. Is this a fantasy, a sci-fi? No, yeah. no, it's a comedy. It's a bunch of idiots. <laughs> That's pretty much it. All right, sir. That takes care Wait, of our... I yep. do have one more. Uh, go I, ahead. I do have one more. You had one of your ones on your list would have been a mess for me. Give me your top 10 quickly. Yep. Top 10. Ex Machina, Children of Men, 12 Monkeys, Midnight in Paris, Moon, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Edward Scissorhands, Stranger Than Fiction, being all John Malkovich. Stranger Than Fiction. What? Love that movie. would have been a mess. Uh, that, that's our only disagreement. Other than that, other than that, your list was solid. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, not bad. It was a mess. It'd have been a rage. <laughs> yes. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. All right, my rage this week yes. is. Bad in movies. And this particular week, it's superhero films are killing me with oversaturation. We talked a little bit about this earlier in the year, where I've kind of said, Marvel, I want to puke on you for your next 
I don't know, 10 movies. I have no interest in seeing any Marvel movie. So sick of Marvel. It's kind of good that there is this giant gap that's not having to go to the theaters to see another Marvel movie. Um, I'm more excited about DC. Everything I've been seeing from DC is just a little bit more quirky, a little bit more greenier, a little bit more dirtier. Um, they had our uh, our buddy uh, Vin Diesel in that one that just came out. Um, what the hell is that one called? Blood Bloodshot, which, you know, it's another comic book movie. Uh, I have no interest to see it. And then this, like, this was like almost like a crossover when we watched Code 8. It was kind of like, oh, it's like the Hunger Games meets, meets these other terrible sci-fi shows. And it's just, I don't know why Hollywood does that. It's, it's like they hit a genre and it's kind of like, oh, look at Marvel's doing all these things. And we can get peripheral uh, business by putting a superhero movie out that um, that isn't really any good but because everybody's going to see superhero movies we'll just they'll just come and see our piece of crap and and it's just like no stop doing it like in, in total contrarian to that like you have um i'm not sure if you saw uh brightburn did you see brightburn yep loved brightburn i loved it too like an evil superman come on that was cool it was, like one of my favorite favorite movies of 2019 i thought this that kid was uh, a had creepy kid going for it. it did. Had okay, he's, he's Superman but evil. Like it was, it was a solid, solid movie. And it, again, they, they classified it as a drama horror mystery. But really, it's a super, it's an anti superhero. That's what it was, right? And and then freaks. We talked a little bit about that. Did you see freaks? Freaks played at some was it Cuff last year? Yeah, I didn't love freaks. I, I that was with Bruce Dern was in it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he he was great. Um, it was okay. It was it was a lot. But it, 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 it was it was, it was a whole solid. lot better than that piece of crap we watched this week, Code Eight. Yeah, it's just it's like it's stop, just stop. It's just kind of like when zombies got popular and vampires got popular. It's like, and then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, you know, we haven't seen for a while. We haven't seen a vampire movie, so you know, let's write about ten of them because you know we'll write one good one, and then everybody will just jump on the bandwagon and go, hey, let's watch some vampire movies. And it's like now it's like when we come back from the break, uh, what what what's going to be the fad? What's the what was the summer fad supposed to be? Yes. Oh, guess what? More Marvel, right? It was going to be, I don't know, some other stupid Marvel movie that's coming out. And I'm just like Ugh. <laughs> a lot of Marvel. Disney's going on. Marvel's into what phase, phase two of whatever they're doing now, right? Or four? Well, I don't know. Phase, I four. It's phase four. Phase four. Phase whatever. four. Whatever. So, and yeah. it's like, okay, this phase is never going to end. Well, yeah. it's not. Like, there's at least a, when, they, they can cycle through a lot of phases. There's there's a lot of source material for Marvel. Yeah, I'm just, I want new material, man. We've yes. talked about this in the past few. I, I want, you know, I, I guess I have my weakness, which is zombie flicks. If a, if a zombie flick comes out, I'm going to see it. I don't, yeah. I don't care what it is. <laughs> but superhero genre i'm getting so tired of it unless it's unless it's darker oh remember uh, when it was a, when it was like a it. super big deal like when i was like you know 12 or 13 we get like maybe one superhero movie a year if we were lucky sometimes it'd be like two years before we get a superhero. that was fantastic and we'd look forward to it yeah. so, and now we're getting you know six a year or seven or eight or whatever it is um, just the major releases, and then we got a bunch zero. of knockoffs that come out too. So I, I, I'm on board with your rage here. How about Last American Hero? Remember that? I do. <laughs> oh, sorry, Greatest American Hero. The it was the greatest. The greatest. No, great, no, it was the greatest American Hero, I believe. It, <laughs> the, that wonderful TV show <laughs> with the curly hair. Yeah, gentleman. I mean, I love that show. But yeah, what's his, what's the guy's name? William Pat, I think his name. Yeah, Greatest American Hero. I think it only ran for two seasons. But Believe I it or not, I'm it. walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. <laughs> Suddenly I'm on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. 
it was just him too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, I want to go back to our childhood and and see movies. Was, remember that? Wasn't it awesome? Books. You know that you, that one superhero movie would come out and it would be so exciting. And now they're just it's not not the same anymore. Yep, it's true. You. Anyways, a couple of that's, old that's dudes reminiscing about when they were younger. Yeah. And the greatest American here. I think it's on Prime, so people can watch it there if they really go. wanted to see how bad it is now. <laughs> it was so I think awful. I tried to pick it up a cup a year or so ago. I was like, "Oh, why did I like this show?" Yes, no, it was it was pretty bland to say the least. <laughs> yep. Um, All right, what you got this week? What do I got this week? That is a good question. Uh, I've got movies that, uh, put on the screen three months later or one year earlier, literally have printed on the screen the amount of time that has passed or how far back the next scene takes place. Um, if as a filmmaker, you're unable to convey this from your script or from the look of the surroundings or from the look of your characters and, you know, the dialogue said characters are speaking then you are not a very good filmmaker. Um, this is just a lazy device and it's rarely necessary um, for any competent director. Um, that's my rage. It's short and it's to the point. What do you say about that, Jim? Well, give me some, give me some egg samples uh, for things that sort of you know what i don't i don't yeah just recently like even when we were watching um that john travolta thing uh uh, whatever it was oh yeah um, yeah, they they just stuck it in there and that's where it kind of stemmed from but they put it in like so many movies it's just overused all of a sudden you know you know you're you're watching the movie and then like one year earlier and they go back a year you know what you don't have to put one year earlier if you're a competent filmmaker you can just actually through your direction through through the 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 dialogue through what the characters look like you can just you can show me you don't have to tell me yeah no it's true um there's a lot there's a lot of times where they do that where they'll move like okay for here's a perfectly good example now granted you didn't need to say for it, for example, right? Where it, um, it's kind of obvious they're kids and now they're adults. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to tell you. This no, is and, that, and that, whatever, and this is whenever. I just, I just don't like that device where they're literally put on this three months later. Do you really need to do that? If you're, if you're a competent filmmaker, you don't need to do that. You can just, you can just show me. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but, but, th- you know, that goes back to some of our other comments about things that make us rage yeah. is when a director, either oh. because they're not good or because they're actually um, just like putting stuff in that assumes that everybody's stupid. That assumes it. And that's now, the whole thing. Because- it's, it, well, they over explain everything because they think people are dumb. And I, I, I think that everybody's just got to give uh, these filmmakers got to give us more credit. Um, I don't know. Well, or or. Or just assume that potentially the people watching the movie have more intelligence than they do. Yeah. So as I say, right? it's just it's like, just I just find it's just an unnecessary lazy device, and I just don't don't get me wrong. There are there will be certain situations. There's exceptions to every rule, um, but ninety nine percent. Well, maybe not ninety nine, but ninety percent of the time, it's completely unnecessary. Yeah, I I gotta agree. This is like a montage. Yes. Another one of your favorite things to rage about it is, is montage. <laughs> it's kind of like the the weak director's uh, easy poke stick for Bryce. <laughs> we're gonna have a montage, and then we're gonna tell you it's back in time by six months and three days. <laughs> uh, <all> <laughs> uh. Well, I gotta say, I completely agree with it. And uh, I think that was a good rage. Okay. Well, that is nice of you to say, Jim. I know, right? All right. I'm glad we got that off our chest, though. (sighs) Both of those rages were brewing in me, so I'm glad you brought yours up, too. Yes. This, we are going to talk about... Rager Dare uh, from time, last week. Time for Rager Dare. Yep. So, so last week, 
you and I pulled from Murray's sweet bag the worst movie either one of us has ever seen. Pretty much. It was Top Gun. So, uh, just like movies about cars or boats or any other type of transportational mode, except maybe bikes, the movie about planes had no chance from the start because... I find watching plane chases as interesting as any other kind of chase, except potentially zombie chases. Just inter- interject for just a second. Do you realize that this movie was actually based on, they, they saw two dudes standing in front of a plane in some magazine article and decided to make an actual movie about it? That's what the plot was. I know. <laughs> so they, it doesn't surprise me then. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah, it's like so, they, okay. they literally saw a picture in a magazine and said, let's make a movie. But keep on yeah. going, Jim. Uh, hey, Danger Zone, take my breath away, and you lost that loving feeling. Oh, God. The only soundtrack for the entire movie, if they wanted to have... Now, keep in mind, one of these songs is kind of an action-y kind of song. So if they were in an action mood, they would put on Danger Zone. Or then they had Take My Breath Away, which was kind of a slow, melodical pacing for the movie. They could have Take My Breath Away. And then when they wanted to put some romance in there, because they assume that everybody's too dumb to realize that this is where the romance is happening, they put in You've Lost That Loving Feeling. They did. They were the only things for the entire soundtrack. Wow. The entire emotional well-being of the film was founded on by one subpar, one okay, and one pretty good song. It had the Top Gun theme going for it, too. At the beginning. Oh, it was in there, sprinkled throughout. Harold Faltemeyer at his best. Or worst. I'm not sure which. Maybe worst. I think his best is his worst. I don't know. <laughs> it's all it's all running together. Dialogue yes. so cheesy. I thought it was produced by Kraft, uh, and I almost want to look that up to see if Kraft actually did produce it. Kraft produced or at the least dialogue. executive, at least executive produced it. Yes. Um, I'm not. I'm just not a big fan of macho bullshit tech movies. Um, a whole lot of that. There's, where there's the whole plot of it. Uh, some of the great uh, your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. You guys are number one. <laughs> I could list out every every TV line in the movie had, but it is the entire script. Every line of dialogue was just cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. Yeah. The best thing in this movie, hands down to me, though, I gotta say, number one with a bullet. I gotta say it. Yeah, Michael Ironside. Yeah, by far, he was the only good thing about that whole movie. Yeah, uh, not sure why people would deny the homoerotic tension between Tom and Val. Oh, it was the, so heavy, I thought it was it was tragedy. It was American dripping. It was absolutely dripping. Oh, I know. Um, uh, also used in the, in the film, the line, I want some butts, uh-huh, and volleyball. <laughs> Who doesn't love a greasy game of volleyball? Actually, one of my favorite scenes if you were watching it, they're all playing volleyball, they're all oiled up, and then they cut and they show Tom Cruise coming off, and the guy's like, come on, buddy, come back and play volleyball with us half naked. And he's like, no, I'm going to go see my girlfriend. He's not my <laughs> girlfriend yet. And and he's completely unoiled. He's going he's gonna, gonna, like, to go see his mustache. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's going to see his mustache, but then he's not going to see anymore. Like, it's to see your girlfriend, why would he not have not put his t-shirt on, just threw his leather jacket his, on? His beard, out. I should say. Yeah, yeah his beard, exactly. Um, and also, like, why Why did they find the asshole Tom Cruise in this movie endearing at all? He was a sexist asshole to everybody. Oh, yeah. And he was just, he was just, if he wasn't a sexist to the women, he was an asshole to everybody else. That comes down to what I'll be saying about it, yep. Well, take the take the baton, buddy. All right. So, you know, as you were just mentioning, you know, they gave me no reason to care about this arrogant prick known as Maverick. Um, he's just an awful person. 
Why couldn't he have died in the crash? Sure, Goose was annoying, know, right? but at least he wasn't a total butthole. Um, anyways, yeah. you know, terrible soundtrack, terrible characters, terrible dialogue, and overall just a noisy mess of a movie. I hate, 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 hated this movie. Ah. It was the most rage I've ever felt in a movie ever. So I mean, much what's rage. The best thing about it is because when this came out, when it first came out, so what year did this this, this pile know. of trash come out? Do you remember? I don't remember. I'm just looking at it right now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so top ten. Nineteen eighty something came out nineteen eighty six. Now right. I don't know how old you were in nineteen eighty six. That would have made me twelve. Okay, so in nineteen eighty six, I would have been twenty. Yeah. So, uh, as a 20-year-old watching this when it first came out, I, even then I was kind of like, I cannot believe that this actually got all the buzz and all the awareness that this got. I, I, I came out of the theater going, what? Why did anybody like that? This is one of the only movies I've given a one in IMDb. Yeah. Deservedly so. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. well, that was. I think that was a pretty solid double whammy rage from the two of us. Yeah, no, M- I, I Mur- say, Murray achieved exactly what he was going for there. Although, yeah, he kind he, he kind of liked it, but yeah. I'm, well, once again, mission accomplished. Fun. It's actually uh, it's been mission a, accomplished. It's actually this rage or dare that we've been doing over the last weeks. Uh, pretty much uh, is batting a thousand. Uh, we have hated yeah, every movie we've had to watch. Yeah, I've had to watch a lot of musicals, though. Yeah, I felt so bad for you a couple times. Not really. Well, I know. Okay, well, okay, then let's, um, let's, it's your turn this week, so. It's my turn. Do you want to rage or dare? Because I've got a, I've got a rage, um. I'm, I'm always, uh, I'm always tempted to just go from the rage bag, because you've, you've got like a whole week to think about the dare. And I just, oh, so I, always think, I always think, I always think that that might be the lesser of two evils to just pluck out of the bag. But then again, well, there might, there might be some pretty awful stuff in those there. Those might have been the top. Yeah, those might have been actually been the, the worst top, of the worst. And the you know, you've 10. got your also rounds. Yeah. It's a, this is a difficult choice. Um, you know, no one, not very many people have chose there yet. Maybe you know what? Something you should try. I'm against my better judgment. I will take dare. Lay it on me, Jim. All right. Well, today I have for you, and I've been saving this for a while. Because, oh, good. Um, because uh, this movie, uh, Murray dragged me to last summer. Oh, and, it's a recent one. Um, yeah, it's recent. So you can probably find it somewhere. Uh, I you hope- are going to have to watch yeah. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. You gotta be kidding me! No, I am not. Well, I haven't seen it at least. Some of these other ones I've already seen, so I guess it's got that going for it. Poke- okay, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Okay, so do I need to know anything going into this movie, or can I go into it cold? Like, I should I be doing some Pokemon research so I can truly enjoy this? You might want to um, buy um, a set of cards and play uh, Pokemon is, Detective Pikachu with that, your girlfriend. Is that but an, make it strip version? Is that an actual game? Like, there's a card game called Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, no, but I think there's uh, the Pokemon game. But you guys just do the strip strip version of it instead. So just find your own way of playing the Pokemon card game, but making sure that you're stripping instead of, you know, doing whatever actions you do in a Pokemon game. Outstanding. So anyways, I will be watching Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and I will be giving you my review on next week's episode. That is right. This will be something that, for the for the ages, to know that this is a recent movie, just like our friend Sonic, that potentially could give you and me, the most pleasure we've had in a while. All right. Well, as I say, I haven't seen it, so who knows? Maybe I'll like it. It's not out of the question, right? Uh, um, 
this was one of my hardest rages for last year. And in fact, that pretty positive it made my worst five movies of last year. So really? no, if you do like it, I mean, it's, it's happened. I've raged on things that you actually love. So maybe this will be, this will be your, uh, your, um, you'll love this and it'll make me feel sad. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. It is. Well, All that's, right, sir. that's Rage or Dare for this week. So enjoy that little gift I've given you. And uh, that takes us to the end of this week. It does. So, before we close, um, I just wanted to say, so next week we're going to have a little bit of uh, a different. We're going to take a break from our favorites. Next week we're going to uh, the South by Southwest has put on their website. Same that's listening. Uh, they've got their shorts packages that we can see. So cool. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be screening the shorts packages from uh, uh, South by Southwest, and we're gonna talk about that as a big part of our streaming. There won't be a lot of streaming next week. Next week we'll be focused on South by Southwest. Dominated so, by the South by Southwest shorts. I'm really looking forward to that. As am I. All right. Well, that's that's the closing. So. Um, Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Uh, thanks to the extended film rage crew of Murray, um, who's away until further notice. Stephanie DeRoy for social media, currently also on leave. Uh, Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon uh, Photography. Uh, Leonard's going to be um, getting some updated photography here coming soon, so that, I can't wait for that. Uh, listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our YouTube channel. And check out our, our new website, which I will give it to you one more time, which is filmrageyyc.com. Uh, stay tuned and look at us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, post some stuff for us. Uh, we're always wanting your feedback to make us a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment often and please make us rage. Please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.